0: Hi guys, you are now listening to episode 96 of the No Shame In My Name podcast. I'm your host Juliana and today we're joined by a special
1: guest. Hi, my name is Hi Undukwe.
0: Do you know what? I was even not, I didn't even ask you how you pronounce your name properly, but thank you for joining the podcast today. It's a pleasure to have you.
1: Thanks for having me Juliana.
0: Could you tell us more about yourself? Because I know I discovered you through like the creative realm, but could you
1: tell us more about you are. I'm a uh, spoken word poet, an advertising copywriter, a filmmaker, and also the first African to be elected as a councillor in Derby. So I'm from, um, from a place called Abreba in Abia State, Nigeria, which is the eastern part of, uh, of Nigeria. Um, you know, so that makes me Igbo. Yeah, I grew up in, in a small town uh, called Abba. Probably why I'm also drawn to Derby because it's quiet. Uh, just like that, um, but yeah, um, started so as an ad ad man, uh, a copywriter in uh, in Lagos, and uh, in twenty twenty, got endorsed by the Ad Council UK as a global talent. Then moved to the UK with my family in January of twenty one, where I've been since.
0: Amazing, amazing. Well, I feel like there's loads to like unpack in what you've just shared, and um, perhaps we'll get into it via the stories you tell us from your name. But I'm going to just ask you the question which i ask all my guests, which is, what name are you bringing to the podcast today and why?
1: I'm bringing Ndukwe, which means if life agrees. But again, the thing about Igbo, uh, so, uh, that's what it means, you know, and that's it but the thing about Igbo, like you know other languages it also deals with inflection so it can mean if life agrees or depending on how you say it, it can mean let life agree and uh because i also am also one that believes in the um there are names are sort of like signposts to, to to the future or to where we want our life to head to i go with the with the meaning of let life agree so you're almost like you're speaking into into tomorrow into the future
0: okay so what how are the different inflections like what how what is the alternative way that you might hear
1: if life agrees will be if you're saying let life agree you know so it's (laughs) it's just you know going a bit up or down depending on 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 the meaning
0: um, do you know the story behind, behind your own name?
1: So the, the, the thing with, um, unlike a lot of other Igbo societies, uh, Abriba has an interesting naming convention uh, in the sense that uh, I have kids now, but I already know without meeting their children you know, what their names are going to be and what their children's names are going to be and what their children's children's names. So we, we have a way, uh, the, how we name children uh, is around the um, immediate family. Uh, so I'll explain. I'm um, my, my dad's second son, which means I was named after his, uh, well, his eldest brother, my elder brother was named after my dad's brother. I don't know if, if, if that makes any sense. So the the, the way we name children in everybody if you have if if you have boys, for instance, your first son will be named after your dad. If you have another one, he'll be named after the brother. Uh, if, if if your first daughter will be named after your mom. If you have a second one, she'll be named after you know again your sister or you know. So it it's sort of like. The names are already written ahead of time, if that makes any sense. You know, so to find out maybe the, the the meaning of any particular name or why you would have to go back centuries, or you have to go back to probably the, the beginning of of um, of our people. There's there's a saying, you know, and I'm sure you would know this, where you'll be reminded of where you come from, what someone saying, never forget this, this the child of who, whom you are. And that puts to a certain level, uh, gives you something to aspire to. Now, these days when, and 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 I'm not you know, sort of uh, talking down on, you know, people getting in touch with their feelings and, and all that, but in, in the age of individuality or, how, or individualism, where you're told to just do you, there's really no thread that ties you back to wanting to Attain something to uh, that that holds on to, or, or that that holds up a touch for those that have come before, and for those that will come after. Um, so I think uh, um, bias these days, you know, towards individualism does a lot more harm for for posterity, for legacy, than the good it does for the person in the short term.
0: You've mentioned earlier that you. Well, it seems that you have quite a colourful career so far, from storytelling and to advertising to um, politics, and I'm sure like there's threads of storytelling and all of that. And I know that storytelling has been considered like a mainstay, a staple of Igbo tradition. Yeah. I'm just wondering, how did you, how where and why did Like, how does that start for you as a storyteller Mm, and a spoken word artist?
1: You, you sort of, you hinted at at it in your question. It's a staple in Igbo society. Storytelling, Uh, you know, whether it's grandparents, you know, telling kids stories to keep them entertained or at least to keep them out of trouble, or whether it's listening to the elders speak and they're speaking in in proverbs and parables. Uh, Chinua Achebe famously uh, famously said that in a poem. That proverbs are the palm oil with which words are eaten. And yeah, that's, that sums it up. We are, we're born into stories. Our lives are shaped by, by, by stories, and creativity then becomes a, a bedfellow. Children grow up listening, you know, to, hearing about the toddies, about Mbe and you know, his mini exploits. And that sort of shapes your worldview. And for me, that was. I think the beginning of it, hearing those stories, being fascinated by them. And then, of course, reading and poetry in particular, reading poems and realizing that if I applied some of my imagination, I could also play with words in that fashion. Igbo, again, is an expressive language. You know, so when you talk in that colorful expressiveness, uh, coupled with a love for words, I think it was almost inevitable that I'll go down the career path that uses stories as its main uh, foundation. Uh, I grew up in a society where stories were an everyday, you know, were the ingredients of everyday life.
0: And I really love what you said about, you know, stories being the foundation and ingredients of everyday life in the society that you grew up in. But just from a um just in general, actually, as a filmmaker, poet, storyteller, do you have any names in the world of storytelling that have a special that you have a special affinity to?
1: First of all, I don't think you can be a, well, should an Igbo storyteller without looking at just the, the beautiful simplicity with which Chino Achebe passes across complex messages. I remember reading Auntie love is Savannah and I was so moved because it was it was so simply written, but you know, the, the the message he was passing across is still relevant till today. Other than you know, other than that, there is, there are a lot of just amazing people doing stuff, and not just the the um, pros, but in poetry as well. You know, I've I've been blessed to be surrounded by amazing uh, poets from from Nigeria, from whom I have learned a lot. You know, there there are people like Titilope Shonuga, you know, who's doing. Amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, now in Canada, there's Effie Paul, there's Ubi Fejika, there's Chika Jones, there's Donna, um, you know Sheila Oje. There are lots of them, and you know there's Plumline. Oh dear God, you know writing stuff of of the dome, as as they say. There are voices that 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 are that are ringing. Or telling stories every day out of Nigeria, and it's amazing to to, to listen to them, to to read their stuff. You know, I, I, I can just go on and on, but you know, I'm sure you can tell from from my voice how I'm excited. I'm you know, whenever I, I have to talk about people who are you know from Nigeria and what they are doing, and I think one a quote from again going back to Chino Achebe, a, a quote he says something about you know, don't be marvelled that we speak the English language, for we intend to do unheard of things with it. For me, man, that was amazing. He was talking about the craft, about how we can bring our worldview, uh, our stories, even if we're doing that through the medium of a foreign language. So for me, it's the intention. It's it, it's, it's the source rather than just... Um, the medium and you know there there are a lot of these guys who are doing amazing stuff with it
0: yeah that's really encouraging you've kind of brought to life um the many storytellers that come from the continent that come from nigeria and the different the complexities with the stories that they tell and the different styles that they tell tell them in which is um, really exciting um in terms of your jump, almost, it seems like two completely different worlds, but I'm sure they do intersect in many ways. Um, when you communicate to people, can you talk to me about politics? How did that begin for your journey? And, yeah, where did that come from?
1: So it's, it's also, remember I, speaking about, about my belief that names also speak into, into the future? My surname's Onoha which translated means voice of the people i've always been in love with, with politics uh, and how by building a community we can create change uh, when i came to the uk i, I joined um I joined the labor party and um going out campaigning with them I suddenly realized that if I tapped into again, is the storytelling, is the uh, you know when 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 you're a copywriter, sometimes you need to present your work. So it's almost at every doorstep you're do you you you're pitching, you're pitching your ideas, you're, you're you're making a presentation, and that helped build my campaign and how I reached out to people. So it it was. It's always been intertwined, you know, using this, using stories, using uh, what I've learned in, in in pitching ideas to clients, and of course, the love, you know, just love for being able to for um, for being able to be part of of political change that led me up to this point.
0: Okay, that's really interesting. You mentioned that your surname means "voice of the people." Is there a thread of? Political involvement for many in your family, just out of curiosity?
1: Yeah, well, my, my, my dad uh, at some point, interestingly, ran for office in Nigeria. Quite an interesting story. But yes, um, we have quite a few people who have in, in the family who have stood for office now, you know, now and then. Um, so yes, there's been that loose thread, but the strongest connection i know is you know my dad and myself
0: doing this podcast i've learned that there's different dialects yeah different dialects that changes um the meaning of certain phrases so i was just wondering we have a segment where mm-hmm. we ask our guests to teach us something in their language it can be very basic or something that's um yeah not basic
1: something more of the Iber language Okay, well, so I'm from Araba, my so that means my dialect is way, way different from Central Libo. And in, in fact, sometimes people find it a bit difficult to understand, which is good. Uh but but you know I'm I'm gonna go easy. I'll say imal, which is how are you? And then you say, Well, I'm sure you probably know this one, Odemat.
0: Oh
1: okay. So, That's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, so um do you know that Imal? There you go. Wow. That's so different. I can I can imagine it that is. with
0: longer <laughs> sentences, it will be far more difficult to understand, as you said. How would you say thank you in
1: Yeah, in your Oh yeah, so now we we, we cracked the code for for politeness in our river. So everything is ka. Thank you. Please. Sorry. Ka. Yeah. K-A-A. Ka. Wow. Ka.
0: Ka. Ka. That's the easy one. (laughs) Do you remember? (laughs) So do you have difficulty, just to get into the mind? because like in terms of speaking to someone who speaks central Ebo, do you... Speak Central Ibo, or do you just speak your Ibo and hope that the person understands
1: what you're saying? Oh, no, no, no. I'll speak Central Ibo until I get passionate about something and then suddenly realize that you find it hard to mix passion and converting from Ariba to Central Ibo. You know, Uh, and it's the different, it's one of those things we, we get laughed at a lot because Ariba people find it hard to hold the full conversation in just central igbo at some point we're going to revert mm-hmm. uh, you know so but if um if you have to you know, i guess you you, you will uh, and the good thing is because we're also very uh, even within the igbo community we travel a lot so we're able to pick up other dialects and blend in you know if, if that makes sense but i i i guess everyone because it's central igbo a lot of people will be able to speak central Igbo, But, you know, when we really want to get into the comfort zone, we definitely, definitely uh, sit in in the Abriba dialect.
0: And just to be clear, is it Abriba or Abibba?
1: Abriba. Okay, Abriba.
0: Are there distinctions in the culture
1: as well as the language? You can probably tell that that I'm biased, you know, by what I'm about to say. But we, we have the more colorful <laughs> tradition. <laughs> um, yeah, you know. But the the thing is, everybody is really, really um colorful in terms of of the culture, in in terms of just how we are governed. You know, and, and I think it's why the naming convention has, has lasted for so long because we find it a bit hard to let go of, um, of who we are. You know, so no matter how traveled we are, it's, it's the one thing about Abreba people that they do not, we do not let go of our culture, of our traditions, and uh, of just those things that, that make us Abreba.
0: So then in that sense, do you see yourself as more Abriba than Ibo, if, if anything? Or do you identify as wholly as Ibo, if that makes sense?
1: Yeah, that, that's actually quite an interesting... So I think it's... Huh, it's how you would meet a Nigerian and they'll say, yes, I know I'm African. It's a given, but I'm Nigerian. So it's the thing with being Abriba and Ibo. It's a given, you know, that because I'm Abriba and we're part of this larger Igbo grouping, we are Igbo. Igbo is the given, you know, but Abriba is is the identity. Okay. I don't know if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's, I think it's actually really interesting, actually, to meet someone like yourself who is Igbo and Abriba because I think there's an assumption that, okay, it's just Yoruba, Hausa, Igbo and that's the extent of it. But you unravel that like, through speaking to people that it goes deeper
1: than just the those oh, it three. Goes, it goes a lot deeper because even in, in the north, we, we make a lot of um uh, sometimes a lot you know i, I, I would I'll say foolish assumptions to say there's just Hausa, for instance. Meanwhile, there's Hausa Fulani, um you know um people from the plateau, from, you know, Southern Kaduna, from a lot, you know, and so it's the same with even, even the Oba, you know, you have Ijebu, you have, you know, people from Ikiti and all that. And the the oversimplification of of things can sometimes be um, damaging because it it assumes that people agree with, you know, some sort of identity that has been um, mapped out for them. Meanwhile, you know, if we allow people to be really, really proud in who they are, then they can bring that uh and willingly say, Yes, I am Abriba, but I'm also Igbo. You know, so if we if we have an Igbo thing going, we will come be a part of you know of all that because this is who we are, you know, but we also know that we can bring this Abriba flavor. Then everyone brings their own flavor of the whole Igbo nation. And and I think that makes it more. Um, that, that will bring more unity because we can all bring, each brings something of who we are that makes this whole identity whole rather than say, forget, you know, where, where you come from and identify with this larger group. We, we've hurt ourselves, I'll continue to argue, by not allowing our, our stories to be told because the more people tend to forget where they come from they forget, they don't have a, a, a bigger understanding of why things happen the way they are or why things have happened. And that is why history tends to repeat itself. But once we start telling our stories, then everyone has a bigger understanding. Then everyone can understand just where they, 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 they can, you know, what parts they can play in the in the larger scheme of things and how they can, you know, help foster more unity. You know, but until we start telling our stories, you know, we're always just going to be those people without an identity, without an anchor, you know, and, and so we'll be, we'll go wherever the wind takes us.
0: Thank you for sharing that. It's been, I'll say, ka, ka. I don't know if that even fits in with English, but <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, it's been wonderful speaking with you um, and yeah, learning from you as well. Uh, it's been wonderful to you as well. Thank you. I was going to ask, do you have any like socials, or any projects that you'd like um, to share with the
1: listeners? Oh, yeah. So like I said, I've just shot Adani, which is my short film, and it's based on Igbo mythology. You've probably said like a thousand times already, I want to keep telling our stories. I want to keep you know, exploring our worldview and br- br- making sure that at the end of the day, um, Ig- Igbo stories are become a staple in 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 daily conversations so the the short film Adani uh, you know they I've put them in festivals hopefully someone likes them and you know wants to have further conversations about them um but yeah you know so that's the thing I'm I'm working on now and uh, I, I would love you know an opportunity to share with with the world
0: amazing is that out already then or is it coming out soon
1: yeah um right, so right now i've um like i said i've put them in, I've put it in for festivals so i'm see i'm just waiting to see what happens but then uh, we're working on on the schedule of, of viewings you know so um if you don't mind i'll circle back to you let you know when um, there's something coming to to a venue near you
0: Okay cool amazing Um well with that being said Yeah, again, it's been a pleasure to speak with you, Ndukwe. I need to make sure I'm saying your name properly because, yeah, I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) Can you teach Uh, me one last time, please? That's all right.
1: It's Ndukwe.
0: Ndukwe. Ndukwe. Okay. Ndukwe. Hey, go.
1: Thank you for listening to the No Shame In
0: My Name podcast the next time bye no shame no shame no shame in my name no shame no shame no shame in my name don't forget to like share and follow our content we're on instagram at no shame in my name pods